All right, it's about time I got started after all this long-winded preamble that no one had had a chance to listen to. <laughs> preamble but, to the Constitution. Uh, yeah. That sounds funny, people. <laughs> I'll just eat my Cheez-Its and drink my coffee. There you go. Go ahead. All right, let's <laughs> go ahead and get this thing going. That's right, everybody. This is the podcast that sounds funny. Uh, we are in, uh, the week of February 1st, 2022, starting a brand new month, uh, season two, show 14, episode 66. Get your kicks on Route 66. Yep. Get your kicks on Route 66. It's Valentine's Day, but two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. And I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are Terry and Jill. She didn't say she so didn't say about getting those kicks on the 66. Uh, nope. <laughs> that must have been too many kicks. in her throat. Yeah. You got a whole frog in her throat. Yeah, Jill has another link to 66, but I don't want to reveal her age or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got evicted in 1966 from my nice warm womb. <laughs> yeah. You are forcefully evicted. Yeah. Well, but that one didn't happen until later in the year. So <laughs> it was not February 1st. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, this is, uh, we like to open up with uh, a segment we call What's New? Does anyone have a question? It could be anything, a, uh, a classic family story or something new, reading, watching, doing, so forth. I, I had a few things, but I, as usual, I didn't write them down. <laughs> um, I do have a couple I, I did jot down. Uh, one is I thought uh, I would want to do something uh, as a gift to our listeners. I hope it's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I, I keep. Uh, an, an agenda every week I, I you know take notes i save the file and i use that to base my next week notes on and so i thought i have all these uh closing thoughts and emails we've done through the course of our podcast so now i'm in the process of compiling that into a book hmm. so people are interested in because we say, hey, that sounds funny. But I know we've had some feedback that says, you're not so funny. Uh, well, maybe some of the funniest stuff we say are, you know, these one-liners and final thoughts and emails and stuff. So I thought, I'll start with that and see how, how much I get compiled and uh, see how big of a book it might actually be. And I might even uh, convince uh, somebody uh, who will draw you a picture.com <laughs> to draw us a few pictures and illustrate for us and then put it out there. Uh, you know, maybe put it out there on Amazon for a buck or two and, and but give it away to listeners who just, just write in and request it. 
Give it away. But you have, to do that, you have to write in to request it. But it, otherwise, I'll probably just put it out there on Amazon for sale and see what happens. And if the book turns out to be kind of kind of thin, like maybe yeah. it's only a couple of pages and stuff, uh, I, I might go back through because I only have my notes. I don't have the stuff that Terry and Jill has contributed. So I would literally have to go back and listen to uh, the tail end of our show. Contribute all the dirty ones. <laughs> yeah. Go, go back and listen to the tail ends of our show where, where we normally have our segment <laughs> on final thoughts and then copy down the ones Terry and Jill and even Alexa has contributed. I, I said that name really soft just in case. <laughs> We had responses from the you know who's, uh, but anyway, it's something I've been working on, and and one other really fast blurb, and this is not a funny story exactly because you know it's just about cops doing their job, but I thought that I, I thought Uh-oh. the headline was funny. Uh oh, we just lost Joe and got Joe back. It looks like <laughs> the headline read, uh, "Heavy cop." President controls traffic. I thought that headline itself was hilarious because I can just imagine big old fat heavy cops out there in the highway. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Guys are gotta stop control this traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, yeah, the story wasn't funny, but I thought the headline was hilarious. Anyway, that's all I got for opening. Oh, my grandson tried to tell me a joke last night when we went to the Chinese buffet and he, uh, it was a joke. He's trying to tell it, but he's not very good at it. I don't even remember if I would say it right, but there's a joke to where there's a farmer and oh gosh, the other guy, I can't remember, um, died and went to heaven and they're sitting in heaven. And I said, well, how did you die? And the guy's like, well, I wrecked my car and it caught on fire and I burned up and here I am. The other guy, the farmer said, well, I was just relaxing and fell asleep on a bale of hay and a cow came over and just sat down on my face. Cated me. (laughs) Well, that was fun. What do we do now? I said, is that it? He said, yeah. And I go, that's not funny. (laughs) Anyway, but uh, yeah, I've just been that, that would be a, a word way to die, <laughs> and so I've been uh, trying to keep up with some new books and movies coming out. I got some stuff downloaded, I just haven't got around to watch it yet, but busy, busy, busy. Hmm. But, uh, you got anything, Jill, or did you drop off? Is well, she, I know I heard her, her pop out, and then it says she popped back in. I know, but I don't hear her. And uh, maybe she is did drop back. We out. were watching a show. Or I was reading the book series. Jill turned me on to a, a series called Outlander, which takes place where you know this woman goes back in time through like Stonehenge. She goes oh. back two hundred years into the past. She's a Right at the end of like World War II, she was a, a doctor, and uh, she she and her husband went there, and they both went back in time 200 years earlier, 
but uh, I, I think she went back, but he did. But then she ended, yes, and then she ended up living back then 200 years ago. And this this big Scottish laird um, took her and mm-hmm. her. I, I think I've seen that. Is that on? Um... It's, on it's based on stars. But uh, it's on. Uh, oh, damn, what's the name of that? Sam Net. And it's, it's on Netflix. You know, oh. Sam Net has season one through four. Yeah, I, I know. I've uh, watched or listened to season one. I don't know at the time whenever I was listening to it, they had other seasons or not. This no, is Jill left the meeting again. I wonder if her audio is turned on. I think she doesn't have a. Uh, uh, the audio turned on. Yeah, yeah. She, she may have left there, because she couldn't hear. Each it. each book is is one series. You uh-huh. know, very, really long books to read. You know, the books are like thirty hours. You uh-huh. know, and you can get it from the the, the library from an Bard. Right, cool. Bard. And the thing is, is each chapter is more or less an episode. You know, the first book is for season one, more or less. They made the whole book season one and season two, same thing. And they're currently up to season four on there. Season five should be out there, but it's not on SamNet yet. Probably on Netflix, but. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Start. Now, I, I like it whenever, like, let's say it's a book series. And right. as they produce it as like a movie or a TV show, right. that they stay more or less true to the book. I mean, barring some character you know combinations or whatever because you know you have to be concise all the for, for all the books are out you know the, the book series but, is all out it's got seven books total but, but what, gets, is, what, what gets me though is when they take a, a book series and they just totally revamp it so it starts out just like the book and then by the end of the season it's say like, something jill that ain't nothing can't like hear you <laughs> Jill's back in here. Yeah, but I heard her um, But on it, you know, like I said, her, uh, her audio on. I've read the books. I'm just waiting to see what it's like on TV to actually, you know, hear the descriptive audio stuff. Right. You could watch it, you know, live like season six is starting. It's on stars. You know, the movie. Yeah, we don't have that. Starting March in March, whatever. Outlander. We don't have that. Unmute your thing, Jill. Why don't you tell me about this happy thing? What is it? Just one little hint. Yeah, she's maybe she'll send her a text and tell her that. I'm sure she can hear us. You can hear us, but whenever your audio is muted. Yeah. You yeah, still. Well, if you can hear us, <laughs> hit the button. Why don't you leave me alone? Hit the button. Well, until she does, uh, let's go ahead and move on. Because we like to, uh, at her opening, and we'll, if Jill pops in, we'll give her a chance to tell opening story she wants. Let's do some holidays. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. Now, to recap, because we had February 1st has got a lot of stuff on it. And, and the beginning of the month, there's a lot, a lot of month holidays and things. I'm going to try to zoom through this fairly quickly. Uh, but today is a spunky old broads day. I like that. Oh. Really. 
Uh, we, we've, we've lost our spunky old broad today, I guess. We're not no, talking about you, Joe. Oh, yeah, we, oh, she we can hear it now. There she is. She See, said, I, I, I invoked <laughs> the spunky old broad, and there she is. <laughs> it's like speak of the devil, and she shall appear. I mean, he shall appear. <laughs> so real quick, uh, here's your chance if you have an opening story or we'll just continue on with the holidays. Speaker on. Yay. I can hear you guys just fine. I couldn't figure out why you couldn't hear me. No. That's what I'm saying. I say, yeah. Well, do you have a story? No. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll, well. Go to do the holiday. Let's get rolling into it. Uh, <laughs> besides Spunky Old Broad Day, it is National Get Up Day, National Freedom Day, National Dark Chocolate Day. Mm. I had some of that this morning in my coffee. Mm. National Baked Alaska Day, which, if you don't know, is like a, a, a slab of ice cream. You slather it with uh, meringue. And you pour some cognac on top of it, and you light it on a fire. Mm. It's the, <laughs> it is the Lunar New Year, the Korean New Year, and the Chinese New Year. <sighs> All rolled up in one day. Uh, it is decorating with candy day. Uh, moving on to the month <laughs> days. It is African American Day, which is the same as Black History or Month, I mean. Uh, February is the whole month of that. Yeah, this, that's why I meant was a month, not just a day. Uh, February first also begins uh, hot breakfast month. I told my wife about that. She goes, "Yeah, right. Who's going to cook that for us?" <laughs> <laughs> oatmeal, you know, malt oatmeal, hot breakfast. You don't have to like make you know hash browns and biscuits and gravy on. Uh, it is American Heart Month, so easy on the butter. It's Responsible Pet Owners Month, which I'm still not sure if it's Responsible Pets or Responsible Owners. Uh, it is Plant the Seeds of Greatness Month, which I didn't know that was a thing, but hey. Pet Dental Health Month, National Snack Food Month, National Macadamia Nut Month, uh, Spade and Neuter Your Pet Awareness Month, uh, Gr National Grapefruit Month. I don't remember saying that one last week. Maybe I did. Uh, International Friendship Month, Bike to Work Month, National Embroidery Month, Canned Food Month, Dog Training Education Month, Great American Pie Month, the Humpback Whale Awareness Month. It is LGBT LMQ History Month in the UK, as I recall, not because in the US they don't have it until June or October or something. Uh, National Bake for Family Fun Month, National Children's Dental Health Month, National Bird Feeding Month, National Cat Health Month, National Cherry Month. Hi, Granny. They ordered run that fella out of town. And whew, now we're up to February 2nd, Wednesday. <sighs> <laughs> but we like to recap our Tuesdays because we go from Tuesday to Tuesday. But all those month days, okay, they're all month long. Uh, I'd like so, to make a motion. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to make a motion that all those people, the LBGB2B things, they should just adapt one word and call it Weird People Day or something. I guess you're right. Yeah, confused <laughs> sexuality day is what it should be. Gay people day or something. Just gay. Well, 
you know, well, for one thing, gay is now an offensive term. Uh, I have no doubt that someone will attempt to take our lives in a very few minutes. But yeah, but 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 it's in the name. L is lesbian. That's a you know homosexual woman. Gay is in the in their name, but it's offensive. Uh, but it's supposed to be a homosexual man or woman. Uh, but then it didn't move into all the sexual weirdness like bi and trans and questioning and blah 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 i never heard anything so ignorant so it's just weird people it's, weird it's, people it's just weird yeah. sexuality months <laughs> and of course people who, who are of that will say don't call me weird how dare you say i'm weird it's like okay well how about this it is not a natural sexuality because it was natural sexuality you wouldn't be attracted to that sex or be even confused about your sex uh, i have a solution grab a hold of the waistband of your pants pull it away for a few inches look down what do you see there you go <laughs> that's it that's how you tell when, when kittens are born that's how you tell when pigs are born that's how you tell when monkeys are born you, you check down in that area and say hey we got a little boy chip we have a little girl pig. We have a little. How about dolphins? That's how I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, dolphins, snakes, um, you know, <laughs> some things can be kind of difficult, but I bet mm. the dolphin knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And turtles, they just don't care. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that anyway, uh, getting back to February 3rd, Wednesday, <laughs> I'm sorry, 2nd, Wednesday. Uh, Treaty of Guadalupe, Hidalgo, <laughs> whatever me. that is. Uh, somebody made a treaty. It is sled dog day. I know somebody who'd be excited about that. Uh, National ukulele day. National tater pot day. <laughs> National hedgehog day. I wonder if a hedgehog day is similar to groundhog day. Which also, must is, be related. which also is uh, Wednesday. What's that? They must be related. Yeah, I, I'm sure they're real closely related. I don't know. I mean, a, 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 a groundhog is really a chipmunk. So they're kind of one of the same. But a hedgehog, yeah. it's more like a porcupine, I think. Oh. Um, uh, National Signing Day. So all those people who speak sign language, I only know one sign, and it's not very polite, so I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant sign your name. <laughs> Maybe, well, let's see uh, if I can find out here. Go it's around, signing your name interest, on everything. <laughs> sports. It has to do with sports? Huh. Signing day. Wow, I don't know what that means. Oh, maybe it has to do with the uh, college players signing a contract to play pro. Oh. That or get your favorite player's autograph. They're signing something. <laughs> yeah, I, I think now that I read those tags that are on there, I think it may have more to do with uh, college, you know, what they call it, draft or whatever. Oh. It is National Girls and Women in Sports Day. So all those alleged uh, females who are really men out there, get out of the sport. Go back to the sport you belong in. Quit messing <laughs> up the sport for women and girls, all right? And, of course, I mentioned Groundhog Day. Uh, it is Crepe Day, which is basically is a French-style pancake, I guess you might say. Yeah. It is 
Candlemas Day. It's a religious holiday. I see. Okay, shoot. Uh, February 3rd, Thursday, is not the MCAB meeting. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It may be Change to the next one. National Golden Retriever Day. <laughs> so all of you folks out there with golden retrievers, whether they be a guide dog or just a pet, hey, Golden Retriever Day. It is the day the music died. In other words, uh, the day that Buddy Holly is playing crashed and ended oh. the careers of about a half a dozen rock and rollers, including Richie Valens, the Big Bopper, and uh, them guys. Yeah. Uh, National Women Physicians Day. Mm-hmm. National Missing Persons Day. So if you out there are missing... <laughs> If you're missing, show up, would you? <laughs> show up who can celebrate. But then again, you wouldn't be missing anymore. Uh, what do we do? Uh, doggy date night. I didn't know dogs needed to have that. I just thought they prowled the neighborhood and made puppies whenever they felt like it. I know our, our dog used to do that. Uh, National Carrot Cake Day. Feed the birds day. Tuppence a bag. It is Elmo's birthday. I didn't know oh. Muppets were born. Happy birthday, Elmo. <laughs> I guess this is the day he left the factory with his two testicles. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. It is uh, for Chaplain's Day. Uh, a special interest appreciation day. But I haven't got a clue what Fort Chaplin's Day means. Uh, I absolutely do not know. I tell you what, look, old man, if you're not doing anything right now, come on over and I'll tell you more about it. Uh, moving on, February 4th, Friday, National Think a Mail Carrier Day. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you could say post, you know, postman, uh, which, which I think, mailman. yeah, mailman, postman. I think it's more precise than a male carrier day because I think of male, what, female, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I think of like a, a baby that a mom is holding in her arms. So maybe you, you're thanking your mother for carrying you in her womb. Oh. <laughs> I'm just being, you know, going off uh, you know, seriousness there. Uh, it is National Wear Red Day, World Cancer Day. National Homemade Soup Day. Uh, it is National Bubblegum Day. So, I, you know, I think what we should do is chew bubblegum the day before and see if it does with its flavor on the bedpost overnight. <laughs> uh, give kids a smile day. If you can, by wearing those masks, pull them off. Yeah, they'll never know off. you're smiling at them. <laughs> Pull them off and smile at the kids. Let the kid know you're smiling at them. Don't keep it a secret. I didn't think it would be treated as a laughing matter. Right, we'll deal with that later. Yes. Uh, February 5th, Saturday. Cashmere Solidarity Day. It is a federal uh, uh, military awareness. So what I think that has to do is Cashmere Pulaski 
but that's just a guess. I know it's not the nice soft sweaters that people wear. Yeah, get you a sweater made out of goat hair. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, National Chocolate uh, Fun Bee Day, whatever the heck a fun bee is, I do not know. But it is a a chocolate dessert of some kind. Uh, uh, This is the one for Chris. He, He tells me he does this sometimes. National Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. Oh. <laughs> now, the thing is, if February is National Hot Breakfast Month, do you eat it warm or do you eat it cold? <laughs> you have some ice cream soup or just plain ice cream? <laughs> Such a dilemma. Oh, oh, oh what to you do? You have hot fudge on it. That's it. There you go. Yeah. That would take care of it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <clears throat> This is a family-friendly show, but I have to say this. It's National Shower with a Friend Day. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hopefully, you're married to the friend. Um, <laughs> oh, but they, they need to be a very close friend if you're going to have a shower with them. <laughs> I guess in PE class, we had a shower with all the guys in the class. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> um, That's funny. It is and national. water. Yeah. And it it's National Weather Person's okay. Day. So whether you're a weather man or a weather woman, uh, it's their day. Uh, World Nutella Day, the little almond chocolatey stuff. I wasn't sure it was dignified. Woo! Moving on to February 6th, Sunday. Pay a compliment day. Didn't we have a compliment day last week? For the, for I the guess month? you got to do that weekly. I guess uh, you know that should be something we do every month is pay a compliment day. Yeah. So whether it's repeated or not, hey, repeat the compliment, I guess. Yeah. It is Waitangi Day. Uh, a weird word, weird word. <laughs> yeah, it's a civic, historical, federal <laughs> Waitangi Day. I absolutely do not know. Uh, time to talk day. Well, so... For all you introverts out there, it's time to talk. Come out of your shell and if start you got talking. A, got a problem with your spouse, or it's time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem with your mom or dad, it's time to talk, teenagers. Nope. Can't, we can't understand your thoughts. It is Ronald Reagan Day. British Yorkshire Pudding Day. National Lame Duck Day. Wow. With our president, it's a lame duck day every day. <laughs> uh, National Frozen Yogurt Day. National Chopsticks Day. So eat that frozen yogurt with your chopsticks. That sounds like it might be hard to do. <laughs> Stab it. Pick it up like a popsicle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bob Marley's birthday. A lot of stuff on Sunday. February, again, I think Joel made the observation, short months, lots of holidays. I weren't even listening. Yes. Um, February 7th, uh, it is E-Day, E as an echo, uh, special interest, uh, appreciation, education, so maybe the E stands for education. And if it is, why don't they just say education day? Right. Remove the mystery. 
You just anything that starts with E, you can celebrate it that day. <laughs> yeah. It is National Black HIV Awareness Day. So if you have black HIV, wow, I wonder how it's different from regular HIV. Right. I wonder. Uh, now, obviously, <laughs> I'm thinking being Black History Month, if you're a black person who has HIV. Right. I'm assuming that's what that really means. But uh, yeah, if you have black HIV, that maybe that's a dangerous stuff. You know, so, uh, that sounds awful bad. <laughs> uh, but it is National uh, uh, Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Yum. The food our voice of the podcast loves to hate, apparently. If you recall mm. a couple episodes back, you said that. Right. It is National Periodic Table Day for all of you scientists out there. Has nothing to do with women's periodic, um, you know, stuff. It's not like a kitchen table either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you can't put uh, food on the periodic table. <laughs> uh, it is National Send a Card to a Friend Day. Huh. National Sicky Day. Yeah, Sicky. <laughs> uh, National Marriage Week. Which makes some sense, National Marriage Week, because it's the 7th, which means National Marriage Week ends on February 14th, and we all know what day that is. Monday. <laughs> yeah, well. Valentine's Day. <laughs> that too. Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> and if it doesn't ring a bell, maybe this will. It's National Tinnitus Day. Here's... <laughs> <laughs> Ring a bell. <laughs> I made a funny. Finally, next week, February 8th, Tuesday, National Boy Scout Day, which is the day Boy Scouts were founded way back in the day by Sir Baden Powell huh. in 1890-something or other. Uh, National Kite Flying Day. It's kind of like good. Kite flying. March is usually the month for flying kites. Well, let's go fly a kite up to <laughs> the highest height. Uh, it is uh, safe for Internet Day, which is what we try to be, is safe for the Internet. Um, safety and technology kind of thing. And that's it for Tuesday. Wow, every day had like but loads of stuff at Tuesday. Yeah. Like a couple things. That's it. We're done. I don't think he's seriously injured, just stunned. Uh, but that's our week of holidays. A lot of weird, crazy stuff out there. But some important days there, too. Well, and now I think the real fun can begin. <laughs> Avon calling. Take time out for beauty. When Avon comes calling, use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time off for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. 
So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan Helpsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. And now it's time for news. News. Who wants to go first? Who and usually goes first? Terry goes first, usually. Go ahead, Terry. <laughs> Unless you're not ready. Get to my story here. I have one that is... Uh, this one is... A in Massachusetts, police and wildlife officials were stuck scratching their head trying to figure out there was a big giant snapping turtle in the gutter. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say, figure out who put the glue on their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> scratch, scratch, scratch. Ah. Yes, I believe we're going to find an unusual situation. My head sucked my head. Uh, how big was this turtle? It, well, it was in Cherry Grove Park. They were wondering how, because most turtles and reptiles are hibernating. Yeah, really. Must have been a super, uh, what, what, super mutant ninja turtle or something. <laughs> the granddaddy of the mutant ninja turtles. What kind of gutter is it? I'm thinking gutters on a house, but you know when you're bowling, there's a gutter along the alley. Yeah, he, he was going bowling, and he was just maybe he's bowling, or he's just in a ditch like gutter. It it doesn't say it doesn't say about that. Well, it the gutter generally could also mean the ditch along the side of the road. Yeah, it just makes reference to the mysteries of the universe. Just don't know. Has been transferred to a wildlife center. Uh, it doesn't say how big it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things ain't like they used to be. They sure ain't. Did they count their rings? I don't have to see how many tree rings. <laughs> <laughs> like a tree. <laughs> like was kind of thinking about the oldest turtle last week. I think. Yeah. I, I kind of pulled this one because I did the turtle story last last week about the old turtle. This one says it's. Uh, Big, it says a large, it doesn't say gigantic, but it was in January, though. See, it was in January out in the elements. Hmm. Yeah, you would think it's a massive snapping turtle. It it may have been a pet someone had in their house or something, or I'm gonna run away, but it's so cold. I gotta stop here. I'm like, how did it get on top of somebody's house in the gutter? That's where I think the gutter, when I think of the gutter, it's on your house. Well, I mean, the gutter is that part of the road where the, the road meets the curb and water can run off. You know? Yeah, I'm wondering. That's kind of a tricky story there. So many ways it could be in the gutter. Could have went bowling with a friend that got stuck in the gutter. <laughs> yeah. that, that's kind of different. It's cold up there. It's, it's the Santa turtle, and it came out of the chimney, and it slid down. Ah, <laughs> and it got stuck in the gutter. Well, good thing I could have fell or hurt my shell. 
It doesn't really, it doesn't say it. It's a short little article, but I mean, yeah. I, it's clearly it's somewhere that it would normally be <laughs> right and uh so clearly it must must have belonged in somebody's house but either people aren't admitting it or maybe the snapping turtle snapped at its owner and like i got your number turtle you're out of here yeah that's right ain't it? kick you to the, get out of the house <laughs> Get the stick, get the stick, boy. Go get the stick. Throw it out in the gutter. <laughs> well, one of my one of my stories is about the winter time too, where uh, I forget where it happened at. I don't think it said in the article, but the title said "Woman Dog Stuck on Ice or Rescued from Ice." Did it say I wasn't woman sure dog? If it meant a female dog. Woman dog. <laughs> a woman dog is what it said, and so I had to listen to that article and it. The dog ran out on the ice because there were birds out there. I don't know, ducks or what. And so the woman chased her dog out onto the ice to try to get it to stop. Oh, and they both woman, fell through the comma, ice. They just dog. Yeah, yeah, they, they left out the comma and the article. Right. Save some time to, to keep it out so it sounds funnier. A woman dog. Woman. A woman dog. There's a word and for a woman course, dog. Why didn't they say that? <laughs> she was rescued by a man, which the article said ended up being her husband, but he was smart enough to go out on the ice laying down on his belly, and he had a rope, I guess. And you better be careful. He pulled them both to safety, but yeah, yeah that was kind of strange when it just said woman dog, and I thought, huh, they couldn't use the bird, <laughs> which is a female dog. <laughs> Which is a legitimate word for a dog if you're going to use it in a conjunction with a dog. Right. Just a, a note yeah. of trivia, you know what you call a male dog as opposed to the female dog? I think dog? it's a sire, isn't it? It's a puppy. A puppy is what puppies, you call a male dog? Puppies are males and bitches are females, yeah. Oh, beep. <laughs> yeah, beep. I'll have to bleep it out. Yeah, I wonder what other crafty schemes he's got up his sleeve. Yeah, but that, that, oh, that's 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 a that legitimate way. term for it. And you know, back yeah. in the day, if you was to call a man a puppy, they would get just as ticked off about it as a woman does, and you call her. That really? Yeah. It used to be really huh. derogatory. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but that's all anyway, to that story. Go ahead. Yeah, Keith. I, I have a short one to open up with. Um, <clears throat> Missouri. Highway Patrol mistakenly sends a Batman alert. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. (laughs) (laughs) Jefferson City, Missouri. Uh, Missouri Highway Patrol sent statewide cell phones of blurring alert tones. Uh, Authorities in Gotham City, Missouri uh, are searching for a purple and green 1978 3700 GT. But there is no Gotham City, Missouri. And (laughs) the car referenced is the Joker's car uh, in the 1989 movie that featured Soon after the Tuesday evening alert, the patrol sent another message that said, disregard. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
tested. Yeah, they had that on the news and stuff. I think they were just testing some news. Yeah. Uh, something. In a brief news release, the patrolman says they were performing a test of the Missouri's Blue <laughs> Alert system, which was inadvertently <laughs> transmitted statewide. It was supposed to be a test of only to cops, but it was, it was sent statewide. Uh, but it was supposed to be meant to let the public know when a police officer has been uh, uh, killed or wounded in action. So during the test, an option was incorrectly selected that allowed the message to be disseminated to the public. Batman, help! (laughs) Batman, the bat signal, come on! Commissioner Gordon needs you! Would you mind telling me what a man like yourself is doing here? <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's, this is a little short thing. Mm-hmm. So like I said, whenever Terry mentioned having a weather alert, I thought, that's like my, you stole my story. He mentioned like Batman. <laughs> that time, that channel. Like you, you read my story, dude. <laughs> it was on the TV news and everything. So Would solve all of our problems and make all our dreams come true. I got a story. I guess my dog ain't going to bark again, but my next story is another animal story. In Massachusetts, again, it says, let's see, in Fairhaven, um, the police, a fireman, and a veterinarian rescue a 10-year-old poodle trapped under its owner's driver's seat in the SV. Oh. How did it get trapped there? Are you kidding? <laughs> no idea, but it wasn't Schwarzenegger's because that was last week. And wow. he, how, how big was the poodle, you said? It was 10 years old. 10-year-old. It was trapped in the seat adjustment mechanism. But we'd better be on the lookout. Anything might happen. And the... Uh, See, I thought maybe there was like Velcro underneath of the seat and the poodle slid up under there and got stuck on the Velcro. I can't get out. I can't get out. Well, I think we have a swell solution to that one. Not too fuzzy. (laughs) The dog's name was Casper. I don't know why it just didn't get out by itself. Friendly. (laughs) Exactly. It goes on to describe the veterinarian and where he's from, but they successfully extracted the dog from under the seat. And, oh, that's it. Well, now we're getting somewhere. Oh, my gosh. I don't see how big it was. It just Yeah, because it was a, a toy poodle and just maybe just crawled up under there while they was driving. It wasn't like a full-size standard poodle. Well, a 10-year-old dog, isn't that? Well, <laughs> right, because if it was a 10-year-old standard-size poodle, that'd be, they're pretty fair size. I know. They, like they the use them for guide a, dogs and stuff. Yeah, like a golden retriever or a German Shepherd or something. Yeah, yeah, but uh, huh? so it must have been like a toy poodle or a French poodle or something. Uh, excuse me, the little but, small ones, yeah, yeah, hmm. or, yeah. Maybe its fur just got stuck in the terrestrial mechanism. This takes a barber shirt. Step, step. I got a flat spot. <laughs> a little, little bit. Fur. <laughs> well, I can have a hobby, can't I? Well, wow. being a poodle, you can just cut the hair any way you want. It'll be fashionable. There you go. I've got two more animals and a person and a people story. So, Julia, you can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> my, next, 
My next story is about a teacher in Florida that she teaches special ed classes, and some of the kids in Florida have never seen (laughs) snow. So she wanted her sister, uh, I think she was from South Carolina, to make a snowman and mail it to the kids. We, Earth people, cannot possibly be the only intelligent form of life in the universe. At her school there in Florida. In South Carolina, there's not much snow either. No, it's in Kentucky. <laughs> I, I guess they could have. Kentucky. Well, you know, with this recent snowstorm, I think they did have a lot of snow. Yes, okay, Kentucky, she lived in Kentucky. I'm sorry, my mistake. I forgot what state it was. But she lived in Kentucky. Because you are in a state of confusion. Yeah, I was. (laughs) But uh, she had her sister send the snowman, and so they made a snowman and packaged it up and wrapped it with foil. And uh, woo, what'd you say? Wrapped it in foil Foil. and ice packs and styrofoam, and they went to the UPS store. Okay, no, she says she wrapped it in foil, which sounds nothing like foil. Well, what do you want us to do? They mailed it to Florida, hoping, oh, she named the snowman Lucky, hoping it would get to Florida before it melted. Yeah, and you want to know the teacher's name in Florida? Her name was Robin. (laughs) Did you listen to the story, too? I got it playing in my ear right now. Well, that's rather a coincidence, isn't it? And uh, so when they got there, they when the package got to Florida, they had somebody recording it. As she opened it, and the snowman was still there, and so some of the kids that had never seen snow before was excited to see the snowman. It looks like a snow cone. Only there's three of them. Pour some syrup on it and eat it. And so she's going to save the water as the snowman melts to teach the kids another lesson on how I don't know watering plants, Earth Day or something. Yeah. So you you put a, a a silk top hat on it. And give it a cane, and maybe it'll like magically appear and and be frosty. Happy birthday! (laughs) If anybody happened to hear that phone number that called my phone, uh, your car warranty. If you want to call it back, it's about your car warranty. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, anybody out there who needs a car warranty, there's a number. (laughs) Call now. (laughs) Elm Terry sent you. They give you a discount, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Well, that takes a big load off our minds, Doctor. <laughs> well, my next story is a little bit long. I'll, I'll try to get through it as quick as I can. But it's about a baby orangutan who is being bottle-fed attacks the attention of others. Oh, well, in that case, I'd better open a window. Now, the headline doesn't say which the others are, but we'll find out as we go along here. In New Orleans, of all mm. places... The endangered um, Sumatra orangutan infant uh, in the New Orleans Zoo is being bottle fed because his mother wasn't producing enough milk. Well, if that's what he wants, we'll give it to him. That happens. Sometimes even human mothers have that problem. But the still unnamed baby... Uh, had been on a feeding tube, but it was removed on January 13th. Uh, the great apes with long red hair are considered to be endangered by the International Union of Conservation of Nature. Uh, threats to the species include hunting 
destruction of the forest and peat swamps where they spend all their time in trees. Unless you're in a zoo, <laughs> then you have no worries about those, do you? Um, the uh, 12-year-old mother, Minnery, um, ha- had the, the her baby on uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th, had a twin uh, brother who was stillborn. Uh, well, here, you never heard such junk. Uh, but days later, uh, the chimp, or the, the baby orangutan was showing signs of not being nursed. Uh, so veterinarians uh, stepped in and discovered a lactation problem. Uh, since then, the infant has had round-the-clock attention from staffers uh, who wear furry vests for the <laughs> chimp to cling to, or baby, uh, until the chimp, uh, the free tube was removed. The duties included making sure he didn't uh, pull the tube out, which was inserted through his nose. But they wore the, the, the furry uh, vests so that he could cling on to something while he fed from the bottle. Well, enough about tall, dark, and devastating. I got to get home to short, pale, and irritating. And I thought about that song from The Simpsons. See my vest, see my vest, made from real gorilla chest. <laughs> Uh, Montgomery Burns I was thinking that I forget why you've seen more Simpsons than I have <laughs> it, it, well, it's from an old one I, I, I used to watch it a lot in the first few seasons of, I hardly watch it anymore yeah but anyway he's been eating well he now weighs about four pounds um, and since January 8th six to seven hours a day are spent in front of the other orangutans so that they can get to know him. Um, they notice that the group of orangutans are most curious when he has his diaper changed or the bottle feeding is happening. And I thought, it's an orangutan. What did the other orangutans do? Did they wear diapers? I think not. <laughs> Just let the baby go poop like, like you would naturally. You know, feed him, let him poop. Yeah. No, they're like, hey, this guy's wearing diapers. It's just all that. <laughs> uh, but uh, it goes on to talk about the chimpanzee. I keep calling it chimpanzee. Orangutan's father. And, oh, here's one. Experts from Children's Hospital have helped out, including a speech pathologist who was brought in, I thought. I teach that orangutan how to talk? Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. But... He's there to suggest ways to stimulate the baby's suckling. Huh. So uh, he, a speech pathologist can do that. Why that snake in the weed? <laughs> oh, do that. It takes a speech pathologist, really? Moms do that all the time to their kids. <laughs> anyway, uh, the mama is getting the drug to help encourage her lactating. Because uh, the hope is that the, being in the presence of her baby, it'll kick in. Sometimes it does, even with, with humans. Um, they don't know if she will maintain or restart lactations, uh, but they're hoping for the best. Like I said, it's kind of a long story, but uh, there you go. Seems like it maybe would have been easier to just let another orangutan adopt that monkey like a wet nurse. 
But I don't think? know, maybe yeah. mon- uh, monkeys have a different, they don't want to feed another monkey's baby or something. That's not my monkey. Get off me. <laughs> the woman was feeding the monkey? No. Well, they were bottle feeding it. That would be interesting <laughs> to have a, a woman come in and pop open her nursing bra. Here you go, my well, It should work. I mean, we drink cow milk. Well, and you read about stories where a woman <laughs> not long ago was nursing her cat on an airplane and got uh, the attention of uh, airplane things. Uh, I've read a woman uh, some time ago about a woman in England who was nursing her dogs or a puppy or something. Why go to all that trouble? Weird. So it happens. And, uh, well, I like to, I like to, I like to nurse on almonds to get that almond milk. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was glad you said that. Cause I was hoping you weren't going to say something else. <laughs> How about a coconut? Coconut has milk. Um, I was hoping your wife would like to be part of that, of that statement. Uh, anyway, um, so we're back story. to Terry. I have a story. I don't know if we. I did one similar to this before, but there's a family in Tennessee who claim to have the world's oldest. Living pig. Oh, oink, oink. Um, the guy Trey, uh, is his first name Trey, last name Hunt. <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't Michael. <laughs> yeah, mm, that would be uh, <laughs> a bad name. <laughs> Trey Hunt said that his parents got him a small pig when he was at the age of four years old. And, and now he's 99. <laughs> <laughs> and he was never in a pen. He roamed around the house, roamed around the yard, just like a little puppy dog. Uh, why did you pick me? Who else is there? With the little boy. The boy's now, you know, 20-something years old. The pig's 24. All right. How do pigs normally old. get a one? I don't know. I don't know, but... The 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 record was twenty three years old with Guinness, hmm. and his name's not Wilbur. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess pigs end up in freezers a lot earlier than that. Now. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be some old bacon. Yeah. Oh, there was my my alarm. His name was Snort. Snort because <laughs> he oh, snorts like a pig. To hear my alarm going off. I do hear it. We're <laughs> being invaded again. No. Help. <laughs> Come on, Retrobot, say the day. <laughs> Warning. Alien approaching. Warning. Oh, great. They're back. Warning. Warning. Vehicle velocity now equivalent to speed of light. Man the laser cannons. There, I think that should hold them for this week. They have pictures. They don't have any documentation, you know, of that other than, you know, uh, if digital cameras, there's pictures of the, of the boy and the pig. And so, you know, those would usually be uh, dated, you know, time stamped and dated. So, yeah, on a digital camera. Gather, gather up proof that the pig is as old as they say. Before Guinness would 
ex, you know, registered or whatever. Yeah, they would have to have some kind of proof of when it was born, but they don't exactly issue birth certificates to pigs. Right. And that, that uh, card that said. Well, that will lead into my final story, but now it's Jill's turn. Oh, the poor <laughs> yeah, I pig. I got a is, quick one. The pig is now blind and deaf, it says. Blind and deaf. Oh, it'll, not, it'll never see you coming to, to, to butcher it. It's down. time to cook that bacon. Okay. That's it. What you got, Jill? Okay. Last week, I did a story about the carrot guy in the marathon. This week is the <laughs> Siberian marathon, which <laughs> I don't even know why they would run over there. Or I guess, in a way, everybody <laughs> runs. From, yeah. Hope nobody sees me in my bathing suit. It was uh, postponed because the temperature was negative 70. And so they waited until it was warmed up to negative 63 <laughs> so they could run their race. Yeah. Has to warm yeah, up to negative sixty three. I wouldn't even want to go outside if it was that cold. <laughs> I, I can tell you uh, because I've been in negative sixty three temperature. Uh, yeah, you you could run around to stay warm, and you if, really should. But it is so cold at that point when you're when the snot drips off the end of your nose before it hits your coat on the way falling to the ground. It's already frozen. Holy mackerel. Exactly. It's a little frozen piece of snot ice and it bounces oh, right off. They probably they probably have a, a truck and on the back of the truck it's probably got a big pot of chili soup in there. <laughs> so they're running to try to catch it, I guess. Right. How will that help? But it actually tells who won. I like to say this guy's name. Vasily Lukin won the race <laughs> in three hours. In 22 minutes. Can you imagine running in that cold of temperature for three hours? Um, <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> that would be awful. Uh, back in the day, I mean, I had to put my microphone second to drop in for it. Got pretty cold in Germany, but it never got. I don't never wasn't a temperature that cold myself. But. On a NATO exercise to Norway, <laughs> it got that cold. And wow. yes, you, there's times where we were on the move. Well, you're not running because you're on skis because you can't run to snow that goes up to your crotch. <laughs> you don't mm. run through that. Um, but on skis or snowshoes, yeah, if you're on the move, uh, but you, but you're because you're on the move, your body is working. You actually have to unbutton your coat to let air ventilation. How stupid can a man be? Uh, but yeah, I, I can imagine it. I've been there and done that. Not on a marathon, but staying on the move for three hours. Right. Well, I wonder, I mean, it didn't say how far they ran in the marathon, the distance. So I'm wondering, you know, how far they ran in that time. Seems like, it, it, I don't know, your lungs would really freeze. No. It's crazy. Maybe oh, they, they wore their the first mask. woman here. They wore their oh, mask wear to protect mask. themselves from COVID, and so therefore... It could preheat the air, yeah. Uh, how do you know? That, that is actually a thing when you're up so in... Kusha was the first woman to win this race. Uh. And she ran in four hours and four hours, nine minutes. Well, that, that, that happened to spark a memory 
uh, was talking at the dinner table last night and our 13 year old granddaughter uh, was being uh, spoken to about her being uh, lazy uh-huh. <laughs> and she needs to get out and do more exercise. Not that she's getting plump right now. She's pretty strong. But uh, she goes, I don't like to run. I don't run very far. Like I'm like, well, I guess it depends on who's chasing it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when the cute guy chases it, you don't run very far. When the ugly guy chases it, you run and you run and you run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. How can you do that? I know a guy. Yeah, they get lots of exercise, I would imagine, in their PE class at school, too. I don't know. I'm sure they get whatever the education department says they need. Yeah. But yeah, well, Art, was that the end of your story? Yeah, that was the end of it. Interrupted for all the stuff. Interrupted. (laughs) Well, my final one, it's kind of a short one. And as mentioned with Terry's pig story, um, this one has to do with a pig, but it also has to do with pigs. What do I mean by that? Well, Pleasanton police found an adorable pig walking around town. Uh, in Pleasanton, California, the police want to know if anyone is missing an adorable little piglet. Mm-hmm. The little porker was found roaming around the East L.A. suburb on Thursday, the department said on social media posts. There, how am I doing now? Uh, the owner couldn't be immediately located. So the piglet, who they named Bacon, <laughs> <laughs> was turned over to the Alameda, Alameda County uh, Animal Shelter. Then hurry. Please hurry. Uh, police say they hope Someone will bring home the bacon. <laughs> so how are you going to make me do it? Shoot me? So, yeah, when you see a police car going down the street, you go, I smell bacon. <laughs> Maybe you found you the, you know, something about that pig. I don't know. Yep. The same. <laughs> <laughs> so pigs front the pigs. Yep. Yeah. So back on you, Terry, to wrap us up here. Home to bacon. I don't think I have any more. I'm saving it for next week closer to Valentine's Day. Saving yourself. (laughs) And now for some classic comedy. Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Looking forward to the days after World War II. It's the old groaner himself, Bing Crosby. Nice of you to dress. <laughs> informal tonight, formal. Formal, you got a shirt on. Is that a shirt? You get in the bed quickly, don't you, huh? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Season's greetings, fellows, and a Merry Christmas to you, High Horn. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, short, squat, and melodic. Say, you know. <laughs> You're going to wear those earmuffs all during the show. Look, uh, 
my cheek chicory. You don't like my cheek chicory? Your cheek chicory. Yeah. Well, shut it. You know, Cross, uh-huh. we've been on a lot of radio programs together. Big ones, small ones, long wave, short wave. But command performance tonight is going to be different from anything we've ever done before. Oh, you mean I'm going to get a few laughs? <laughs> well, not that different, No. <laughs> Say, Cross, you were a little late coming down to the studio. Where were you? Well, you know how Christmas Eve is, Bob, with the kids and everything. I was home. Yeah? How are things out of Boys Town? <laughs> oh, they're rugged, Bob. Very rugged. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Tell the truth, I'm a little worried. Worried? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm dressing up as Santa Claus tomorrow, and I'm afraid the kids will recognize me. I don't want don't that. worry, Claus. The minute you put on that Santa Claus suit, nobody will recognize you. Why not? It'll be the first time in 20 years you've worn a co- coat and pants that match. Don't <laughs> miss that. <laughs> the first time I had a coat. <laughs> But seriously, Bing, hmm? to get back to the program tonight, I can't get over this command performance. Imagine we're being heard by close to a billion people in nearly 30 countries. Brother, when you lay an egg tonight, it's an international omelet, isn't it? <laughs> Bob, I want to tell you, this hookup is nothing compared to the radio we're going to have when this war is over. We'll have television all over the world. Television, huh? That's right, Bob. People will be able not only to hear you, but see you. They can use their eyes and their ears. Well, do you think they'll appreciate my jokes just as well? Say, they got noses, haven't they? (laughs) Oh, it'll be a great world. Just think of the possibilities in aviation alone. Why, it'll be fantastic. Everything will be different. The planes will be so thick in the sky, you won't be able to see the sun. Well, in California, what's so different about that? Thank you, thank you, tourists. Thank you. Where were we? I tremble to think, though, Bob. You know, with all those planes up in the sky, do you think the stork will be able to find his way? To your house blindfolded. <laughs> I, understand, I understand you're making him go around to the servant's entrance now. Is that right? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's gone. again. You beast. <laughs> I had it. It's an ad lib for my writers. Go ahead. It's going to be a great world, a grand world after the war. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to build myself a brand new house and I'm going to paper every room with the music of one of the famous songs of the war. Say, that sounds like a novel idea. What are you going to use? Well, I thought in my, in my trophy room, I'll put praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. And by the telephone, I'll put, uh, I came here to talk for Joe. <laughs> And in the card room, I'll put, uh, be careful, it's my heart. Well, where are you going to put your Fuhrer's face? Uh, are, are you kidding? And it goes on and on. So, moving on, it is now time for Weird Words. Did you know it's for if you What you gonna do? All righty, well, we got weird words for you. Cacinator. It's a <laughs> noun, a cacinator. It's, it's another <laughs> word for a rooster. Cacinator, do! <laughs> uh, that's when you use your cockadoodle-doo calculator. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a rooster who knows math. <laughs> <laughs> 
There we go. Cockinator. This is a person who laughs too loud or too much. Everybody shut up. (laughs) When they listen to our podcast. Somebody who just bursts out with a big old horse laugh. (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's all our podcast listeners. Yeah, that's it. We, We will think to ourselves. Cacatechni? It's a noun. Was this a new one? Yeah. yeah. Cacatechni. It's a rooster who knows about technology. It's a rooster who, com- who uses a computer. <laughs> uh, Maybe we said cock- cockney techni. So it's like a British dude. Techni. A little cockney British guy who knows about technology. A, a cactus. Cacatechni. It says a bad arc. I'm Everybody shut up. I'm not sure what kind of arc they're talking about. Arc like A R C H, like a like the St. Louis Arch arc. That's what I'm wondering. Arch. Like an arc. Well, it says a bad or like arc. Noah in the boat. Noah's arc. Yeah, because the arc A R K is like a box or a boat, and the A R C is like a curve, <laughs> or part of a circle. And while Tara's shutting his door and getting lost before he turns back to the microphone, we should probably not stop talking and make him really guess where we're at. (laughs) (laughs) Work my computer, you gotta stop talking. It's not fair. (laughs) Maybe he really is lost. And your staff? I'm getting there. I was waiting. Oh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Calisthenical? Calisthenical? It's an adjective. You like to do exercise, calisthenics. Hey, you're pretty good at that one. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, hey, hey. Uh. Oh, darn it. Why does my machine keep shutting off? It's the dogs. They bark. It's like bark on, bark off. It must be. Bark on the barker. All right. Get your words yet. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I just stopped. Caco zealous. Caco. So, Caco zealous. It's a really excited rooster. I mean, these are all about roosters today. Caco, Caco. <laughs> It's an adjective. It's a rooster that don't know how to crow right. Caca, caca, caca. Poop. Poop, poop. This word means ill-effective or badly imitated. Maybe you flunked that class and maybe now you find that people mock you on Oh, that's me. Uh, yeah, he was badly imitating a rooster who couldn't go poop. <laughs> help me, help me. Yeah, I think Joe Biden is a bad imitation of the president. Does that count? Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Uh, he's going to come he's and shut us down. Okay. Somebody got arrested for calling him the Antichrist. They got arrested. So they like, well, right. 
Got to write. Well, I don't. Come, I don't dude. think he's the antichrist. I just think he's. I don't either. But he's, he's, he's just totally inept, and/or he has a desire to destroy America. Uh, we're getting distracted. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Fellerhood. Say it again. Fellerhood. Fellerhood. Cellar. These words all start with the letter C, so I'm assuming that's when you go down into the cellar, and that's the new hood. You're yeah, down. It's, it's the door that covers the cellar. <laughs> cellar hood. The little, you know, angled door that closes, and you open up and walk down the steps. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> this is the state of being a cellar, so I'm assuming this is what you would call your cellar. <laughs> It's a neighborhood of sellers. It's like a, it's as if a tornado came through and took off all the houses, and now you just have We're a down in the cellar hoods. Down in the neighborhood cellar hoods. <laughs> Who ever thought there was a need for a word like that? Uh, what about really? the basement hood? We could say the basement hood. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions, literacy's your mission, and that's why I think it's a good Here's, here's a different one. Carrientism. Oh, me? It's a pigeon Carry who eats, with a who eats dead, dead uh, corpses. <laughs> Carrientism is a noun. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's like a vulture. Only it's a pigeon that, that eats dead, you know, corpses. Carrion. Carrier pigeon. Carrier. <laughs> well, it could be that a carrier, carrier pigeon only only if it carries on. It's a carry on pigeon. So is it ism like I S M ism? Yeah, I think so. Carrion ism. Oh, carrion ism. You're I gonna... thought he said pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All of my other answers are wrong. Carrier, that's an air conditioning unit. Well, yeah, there you go. Well, carrion <laughs> is like a corpse, and ism is uh, what going to carry a dead body. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's like the process <laughs> of decaying. I don't know. This word means to describe a disagreeable thing in an agreeable way. Work on that grammar, you should know it. I agree with Jill. Oh. Like, isn't it so nice to vomit when you hear it? Yeah. Ah, it's so disagreeable, but it's so you know, nice to do. It purges your system and everything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some of these words. I don't know. Supposedly you'll find them in the OED dictionary. Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah, I think today's Dictionary Day too, isn't it? Just what was it? Huh. I don't remember oh, that. Cre- crestomatics. Hmm? It's an adjective. Crestomatics. Crestomatic. Crestomatic. You're gonna make that mathic crusty. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a vegematic, only it slices and dices crests. <laughs> so you take your family crest. And it's an crest, adjective. I don't know if I said that. It's an automatic crest maker. <laughs> well, this word means devoted to the learning of useful matters. Like I could care less. That means you do care. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
devoted to learning useful matters. So if you're learning something useful, you're custom math thinking. <laughs> you're being crustomatic about it. Yes, there you go. Wow. All right. Some, Makes very little sense, but sure. Wow. Right. Some of these words, they, they don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> you better slow down and use the right pronoun. Our next word, cinicide. Cinified. It's the when you put cinnamon on your on your uh, oatmeal, you, you've cinema cinified it. <laughs> cinicide is an adjective. Hmm. It's cinnamon flavored. Something cinnamon flavored. <laughs> okay, you got any ideas, Terry? Uh, this one does yeah. have a strange answer, so you'll be surprised that it it's not what you said, but it, it is a scent. It's, it's the process of breaking the law. You send, you're sin you're sinified. This word means smelling like bugs. As a possessive it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Oh, how do bugs smell? Well, I don't know, but there are some some maps. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's some stink bugs, and <laughs> but yeah, you don't think about bugs having much of a smell. Wow. Uh. Right. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always banging. Synaculant? So what's that? Synaculant? Synaculant? Synaculus. It's an adjective. Synaculus. So you're without yes. any less means you're without it. So you're without any synax. You're sense, senseless. You're without any senses. I thought you were, I thought it was Dracula's cousin. Oh, it could be. It could be. <laughs> Dracula and Synacula. Synaculus. No X and espresso. Your participle dangle. This word actually means supper eating. But I don't want your drum. If you really want, leave out that Oxford con. Pepper. I was getting ready to say something different. I was <laughs> I was going to say uh, Dracula sucks your blood, and that one there like sucks your boogers. <laughs> oh. Well, this one sucks, sucks your peppers, I guess. Huh? But that was you said eating something, eating what? Peppers like jalapenos and stuff. Oh. Terry is very synaculous. He makes his own uh, jalapenos and stuff. Just keep a mind and Well, and that's plenty of words, so we can move on. Top ten. Top ten. Well, I've been going over that. Yeah, Terry's lost his list. List. <laughs> Let me go back to the top here of my list. I'm going to do a top 10 list today. But I was going to throw something in real quick, an update to last week. 
first. Um, apparently, well, we don't know yet. If about the four teams who haven't won the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals have a good shot at it because they're going to the Super Bowl against the Rams. The Bengals, the singing group, rock like a Cincinnati. So that would just leave the Houston Texans and the Detroit Lions and the Carolina Panthers, or is it Jacksonville Jaguars? Those three teams have never won Super Bowl. The Huffleups and Jaguars. How many teams have went? But they they have those teams have went, but they've never won those four. The list of twelve from last week, they've went, but they just haven't won. Or I mean, they've. Yeah, we heard you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this link is I uh, have a top 10 list of books or movies that were written from someone's dreams. Oh, baby. The person was dreaming and said, hey, I'm going to write that down and make it into a book or a movie. And so, number 10, Stuart Little. What was that? Stuart Little was Stuart Little. Wow. I I thought I jotted down the author's name, but I it's not here. But life would be so fair. Stuart Little started out as a dream. Guy woke up with a little mouse dreaming. And Sophie's Choice, number nine. Um, I wasn't sure what that was, but it's apparently it's a movie about a World War Two. Or the Holocaust. Number eight. Did you want to comment? I was going to say, what was that again? The title of that was uh, Sophie's Choice. Oh, Sophie's Choice. Okay. They had Meryl Streep. Number eight is Inception. Um, That. As a psychological thriller, hmm. that was a movie about dreams. <laughs> yeah, having a dream about a dream <laughs> of a movie of a dream. That came out in 2010. I get so lonely when I dream about you. Can't do without you. That's why I dream about you. Some of these I just little notes down with them, but uh, number seven. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it started out as a dream, huh? huh. That Robert Louis Stevenson? Yeah, that had a dream. About a man, a doctor with the evil side, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and let's see, number six. Hold on, wait a minute. Number six, Stephen King's Dreamcatcher. Hence the name. <laughs> Dream. Never saw the likes of you. Dreamcatcher. Yeah. That was a book that he wrote when he 
got hit by a van in 1999 and was recuperating hmm. recoup broken leg and hip. Number five, Stephen King's Misery. <laughs> yeah. And again, whatever he was probably recovered from being hit by the van. That wasn't a dream. That was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, because in that book, there was an author who pretty much got injured in this evil yeah. earth. No storm. Time to hit the road to dreamland. Yeah. I remember one thing. Some of those were nightmares, though, instead of dreams. <laughs> Anyone but from and, Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> Number four was a movie called Re The Returned. Oh. Uh, it was written from a dream. That one is uh, by Jason Motts, a, a book about an elderly couple where a government agent comes and re returns their son, but their son drowned when he was eight years old. Oh, wow. Huh. So they gave him a corpse. Thing. It was divine, but the rooster has finally crawled. Time to hit the road. Back to the <laughs> decayed body. <laughs> and number three, James Cameron, the Terminator. He's my dream boy. Terminator. He had a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> a cyborg is coming. Yeah. 1984. Number two, Stephanie Myers, Twilight. Huh. Came out in 2008. About a Between a love triangle, between a werewolf, a vampire, and a girl. Uh, yeah. I don't remember having werewolves in that one, but I only read the book like once. I was like, oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, those were <laughs> yeah. Uh, The werewolf uh, loved her, but she chose the vampire. Bill and the vampire the loved the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> vampire was. Yeah, well, it's a triangle, and none of them liked each other. His name, the werewolf was. Like, uh, <laughs> Names in my head and I lost it. I can't remember. Anyway, number one, Frankenstein, Mary Shelley. Oh, darn that dream. 18. Oh, that was a dream. I, I thought it was, uh, she was at a, at a lodge where with some, other, some friends they decided to come out with uh, scary stories. Some scary stories. Short story. So they she all went to bed and dreamed about it, and that's what she dreamed. I guess. <laughs> well, she probably had a dream, and then they told them stories and something like that. It doesn't I'm surprised that Alice in Wonderland wasn't in there. Right. <laughs> Through the looking glass. <laughs> that's some pretty yeah, freaky stuff. Some of those kind of off-the-wall movies that are... I, I, I guess being a high on narcotics is a count as a dream, huh? And then it happened. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. 
I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Avon calling. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Avon calling. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T E R R Y S M I N I M A L L.com. Or call my store at 618-471-9088. Thank you. Anyway, we've uh, <laughs> we, you know, we've uh, covered that ground. Now it's time for our anchor topic. And uh, on the schedule this week is actually a little vision. Uh, I know Terry wanted to demonstrate some things with his uh, what's it called that diabetic machine. I keep forgetting Libre. <laughs> Libre something. And it, it kind of would fall into low vision because uh, whether you're totally blind or low vision, uh, if you can see it, I'm sure it has large letters. Uh, it's probably easy to use, easy to read. The actual machine that comes in the mail with it is about half the size of an iPhone. And it uh, isn't very user-friendly uh, if you're totally blind. If you have some vision, I'm sure it's okay. It doesn't speak as of yet. 10.33 a.m. Um, but on my, my my iPhone 13, when I got it, maybe it's because it is a 13. Uh, when you download the app, it actually works. I mean, it will work. Because sometimes the app will behave differently on the one phone model to another phone model. Right. So, on my iPhone 10 that I had originally when I got it, the app was there, but it was no different than the machine itself. You had to have vision for somebody to read it. Um, the screen reader voiceover would read <clears throat> the screen, which I'll demonstrate in a minute, uh, different categories that you can go into. Like it's got the heading that says image and it's heading and image, heading and image, uh, because it's a picture of what it, you know, whatever it is. But Libre 2. On my no, phone, it says Libre 2. And so if we go into it, slider menu icon, button, menu. It's got slider menu icon. If you if you flick, if, uh, I'll just do a two-finger swipe down. Slider menu icon, button, menu, sensor icon, button, Terry Helsley, home, image, logbook, image, alarms, image, reports, daily patterns, image, time and target, image, low glucose events, image, average glucose, image, daily graph, image, sensor usage, image, Connected apps, image, reminders, image, settings, image, help, image, about, image, check glucose, button, sensor, and in Two days. Uh, two days. It's so on it the, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so there's a right. heading and the image will graphically show you what's that thing. Right. Is. Whatever it is in that in there. <clears throat> so now 
<clears throat> I can go all the way back to the top. Slider menu, slider menu icon. Button. And menu. I can click once to the right. Sensor icon. Where it says sensor icon. Or you could just kind of touch in the middle of the screen and hit hit it too. We double tap that. Ready to ready to scan. It's ready to scan. So then you put it over your sensor. And, and it just automatically scans. It just went boom boom, but I don't think you guys heard it. Libre two. But that says menu icon. Button. Complete. So now you can flick from right to left or sensor icon button. You get that. Terry Helsley. Your name. Home. Uh, Image. Logbook. Let's see. Image. Alarms. Oh, it's not going to do Image. it now. Okay, Alarm. let's try this way. Somewhere on the screen Slider. here, it tells us. Okay, button. Your scan was unsuccessful. Uh-oh. Tap scan button and scan again. Uh-oh, you're unsuccessful scan. And do it again. Okay. Slider menu icon. Button. Slider menu icon. Menu. Okay. Sensor icon. Button. Ready, ready to scan. So we'll scan it again. It went bleep bleep. Scan complete. I accidentally touched to my phone icon. to the button. sensor. I, I think I did it again there, so that might be why. Okay, so you, you can't touch your sensor. You just swipe it close to the sensor. Oh, no, that worked that time because we got uh, sensor icon. Sensor button. icon. 220. 220. MG slash DL. Wow. Uh, my blood glucose is 220. <laughs> you've been you've been pumping it up on candy or something else. <laughs> well, I had a couple pop tarts. You're trying to demonstrate your high high level alarm on it. But huh? <laughs> well, it might go off here if you keep you know whatever. But um, eat a pop tart. Go ahead. It's got alarms in it. I can't really make it go. I could eat some more candy, but but anyway, it'll go off. It, it has a low alarm when you go to to I think ninety. If you go under ninety, an alarm will go off. If you go above 240, it'll, the alarm will go off. And You're pushing it. Helsley. But it also, you have to, okay, well, let me demonstrate this here, though. Let me see. Yeah, and th- that that's usually a good range for the normal people. Your, usually you're above 90. Swipe up the three fingers. You're usually a, a, a 100 to 200 or so. But if you go into your app switcher. Closely break two. And you close it. Closingly break two. Messages. Current action. Close messages. Active. Messages. Oh, current action. Well, Close. Activate. Default. Close messages. Activate. Default. Well, messages. Messages. Than... Weather. Active. Settings. Typically. Messages. Did it close? Typically, to open. typically, my phone would start making the uh, alarm sound and telling me that you have to have the, the Freestyle Libre app open to be able to hear the alarms. Messages. Wow. Messages, uh, blind stuff, fold, doc, safari, mail, phone, page one of settings, Libre 2. But normally, you have to have Libre the app two. open menu icon, in the background, menu. which means you can open it, but then just swipe up and it's in your app switcher. Yeah, and, and normally it would, it would give you an alert when you try to close it, saying if you close it, you can't have right. the monitoring or whatever. Let me try app it again. Switcher. Libre 2, active, close Libre 2. Closing Libre 2. Messages. Current action. Huh. Close messages. Active. Awesome. You know what? Maybe it's not because I have my Do Not Disturb turned on, too. Maybe that's why. No. Uh-huh. I don't know why that would matter. Let me see. I'm going to... Hey, Siri, turn Do Not Disturb off. Okay. I turned Do Not Disturb off. Ring, tell Marco to call you. <laughs> Money Mouth Libre 2. Okay, let me open it. 
Libre 2. Sensor icon. Button. Let's do another ready scan. To, ready to scan. Maybe. Because see, with this, you, you can pretty much scan it anytime scan you want. Button. And 219. Oh, it's dropping. It's 219 now, see? All right. So uh, that means your body's processing sugar. App switcher. Libre 2. Active. Close Libre 2. Closing Libre 2. App switcher. Messages. Current action. Close messages. Active. You hear that? that so that bleep there was telling me. Yeah. App stop warning sign. The yeah. app must be in the background to receive alarms. Tap to reopen the app. Critical. See, Critical. So you get that message right there if you close it. So you. Messages. Weather. Current action. Close weather. Active. Notification. Libre 2. Now. Active. So I'll tap Libre on that. 40 a.m. Libre 2. Slide so menu icon. Tap just on to the... leave it open in the background. Huh? Sensor icon. Button. Yeah. So that just, all that did, I tapped on the notification part, and it opened the app back up. But then I can just flick up, and it's a, as long as it's in the app switcher. Many mall folder. Yeah, three then, apps. Then there you go. Because uh, okay. I had it on do not disturb, you, it will hit that tone. Now, when your sugar goes above 240, It'll play that tone and do that tone and do that tone until you, you know, hit the button to scan the sensor. Yeah, but, usually on your iPhone, if you have an alarm, it'll go for um, at least a minute, probably more like five before. Well, no, wait, it might even go for a half an hour before the alarm will shut off on it. Yeah. Um, but with the machine itself, when the like, if I go to bed and it starts going off, I go, uh, and after a while, I wait, I, might not silence that alarm and it's like well i thought it died you know and then whenever then whenever i touch it or you know whatever tap touch the screen or they would start going off again <laughs> it's like hmm. went into sleep mode or something you know i guess i don't know but <clears throat> maybe it thought you died i figured eh, this guy's dead <laughs> and then when the phone picked itself up like, hey is there somebody alive or remind him that's, that's how that i mean and then you know i uh, now, was there something else you had told me before you was wanting to demonstrate? I think maybe it was the LIDAR thing, you know? Yeah, we'll say that for mobility, which will be coming around a couple of podcasts. Now. Okay. Right. If you want to real fast talk about it, we'll cover it in detail later. Right. Well, in the Seeing AI app, they put a new they got things in there now that you can do. I could open it real quick. Uh, let me do. Let me just open it real quick. Hey Siri, open seeing AI. But recognizing English, <laughs> but channel. Short text. You got Adjust the short text now. Swipe up or document. A document. Product. Product. There's three. Person. A person. There's four. Currency. Currency. There's five. Scene. Preview. A scene preview. That's six. World. Preview. World. That's the new one. And then you still have color. Your Black. color identifier. Handwriting. Handwriting. Light. And the light sensor. That's 10 things. But if you go back to the world, world is you pick up your phone and you point it in front of you, you know, away from you. Table. And there's a table. Oh. And um, so it it tries to visually recognize any objects around. Right. Table. There's my table. It should be saying computer desk. I don't know why. There's a door over there with a dog behind it. The dog is waiting for you. (laughs) It's going to attack. There's a window. 
You know, it, it, laptop. Laptop. It said. Laptop. So it describes what's around you, but it does give a warning in there that's, you know, to where you're not supposed to use it out walking and, you know, in mobility. Yeah, because it's possible <laughs> it doesn't recognize everything and there could Channel, be an obstacle that doesn't know Channel, what to tell you about. Play speaking button. And it. Spatial summary button. Uh, Quick help button. Proximity sensor button. It's got a proximity sensor. Oh. Menu button. To where that's where the LIDAR stuff, whatever, you know, it comes so in. So if it said table, it, it would tell you how close you are? Proximity well, sensor well, no. button. You would go in there and your phone would vibrate just like the tactile mini guide. But with the old tactile mini guide, you would go, okay, well, let me go to the left or right and go around whatever it is. This might tell you what it is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, too. So, right. well, again, well, let's check next week. It'll be our computer session. Menu button. So, we Menu might can say this for next week and, and get yeah. in a lot more detail. Yeah. So, well, we've been going a little bit longer. We've had some uh, technical Emails. difficulty time in there. Uh, yeah. But it's time to start to wind down here a little bit and uh, read a letter from a listener. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? What we have starts out, Hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill. You probably know that since the beginning of COVID, uh, and all those mostly peaceful riots, that crime has been on the rise. Uh, I want to share this scary but funny story with you and all your listeners. Uh, as my wife and I were getting ready for bed one evening, we saw a news report. A man had escaped from a prison where he had been locked up for 15 years. No sooner did the reporter finish his story, but we heard the sound of a window breaking. We could only stare frantically into each other's eyes as the burglar broke into the house to look for money and guns. Uh, we were frozen in place where we still had the TV on and were huddled under our covers in bed. Suddenly, he ordered me out of bed, had me kneel backwards in the dressing chair, and had me tied to it. Well, tying... My wife to the bed, the escaped convict got on top of her and he started kissing her neck. Then he jumped up <laughs> off of her and went into the bathroom. While he was in there, I whispered to my wife, listen, this guy's that escaped convict. Look at his clothes. He's probably spent a lot of time in jail and hasn't seen a woman in years. I saw how he kissed your neck. If he wants sex, don't resist. Don't complain. Do whatever tells you. Satisfy him. No matter how much he nauseates you, this guy is obviously very dangerous. If he gets angry, he'll kill us both. Be strong, honey. I love you. My wife whispered back to me. He wasn't kissing my neck. He was whispering in my ear. He told me that he is gay and thinks you're very cute and asked, do we have any Vaseline? 
I told him it was in the bathroom. <laughs> Be strong, honey. I love you too. <laughs> oh man. Lame withheld. Oh, wow. <laughs> P.S. We have since moved away from the big city and now lived in an undisclosed town near uh, Bitch Mountain, which is a summit in Essex County, New York. Brokeback? Brokeback makes it on his show. <laughs> yeah, well, it did. Wow. I, I've been holding this for a little while. <laughs> but I figured uh, I did slightly rewrite it to make it uh, better. Acceptable. <laughs> but it's hard to make that better. Strong, honey. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So time for our final thoughts. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I have one. Um, if if uh, pro and con are opposites, as clearly seen, if progress means to move forward, then what does Congress mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm, to move backwards. <laughs> <laughs> What do you call a pig in the dirt? A groundhog. Oh, yeah. How timely for Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Stranger than truth. On the Canary Islands, you'll not find a single canary. And on the Virgin Islands, same thing. Not a single canary. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> I uh, I don't always have time to study, but when I do, I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's not the kids that live in this house. <laughs> uh, so, what do you get if you cross a bridge and a car? You get to the other side. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I, I saw a new book about cooking with herbs. It's about time. <laughs> I I recently got some Chinese symbols tattooed on my arm, but I'm not sure what they say. So I asked the Chinese guy and Asked him, what does it say? And he said, I don't know. I don't speak Chinese. (laughs) 
like, yeah, that could happen. Sure. But that's what it meant, though. You know, I don't know. I don't speak Chinese. So, yeah. Ah, okay. Once it out, though, when it's I don't speak Chinese. Right. Wow. <laughs> I know. <it's... laughs> Why did the snail stay home from school? He was feeling a bit sluggish. Yeah, he, lo- he lost his shell. <laughs> yeah. We were so poor growing up that my sister didn't get to have her sweet 16 party until she was 24. <laughs> I know, I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um... Waterboarding at Guantanamo Bay sounds really radical, especially if you don't know what the two of those things mean. Okay. <laughs> Let's go waterboarding in Guantanamo Bay, dude. <laughs> what kind of bird do you send on a quest? A night owl. On a quest, huh? A quest, you know, a knight with K N I G H T. That kind of a knight <laughs> owl. Yeah, but that's my last one. <laughs> well, I I just have one more here. There was a third off all book titles at the local bookshop, so I bought a copy of The Lion, The Witch. Third off of the title. <laughs> third of the titles missing <laughs> I have one oh I'm sorry Go ahead. oh is that it okay I have one more um, um, the police arrested two teenagers um, one was drinking battery acids and the other one was eating fireworks they charged one and let, or let the other one off <laughs> let him off huh let him off. Well, that uh, brings us to the end of our show today. So this is the part where we like to sign off. And uh, this is your host, Keith, saying th- uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next Don't week. Don't go. Don't go. Stay with us. <laughs> well, at least tell a friend about us so they can, they can stay with us, too. That's how by we the do by the time this comes out, everybody can listen to it, cozy up to a fire after we get this 12 inches of snow we're supposed to get. <laughs> yeah, and we'll know for sure tomorrow if the groundhog sees his shadow or not. Yeah, and so by the time you listen to this, maybe you will too. You know what you can do? You can visit our webpage and comment on the show notes. Send us an email through our contact page and tell us all about it. Uh, you can also leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast directory to tell others what you think about us. Hopefully something nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got. Uh, so again, this is hosting host Keith saying signing off. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you next What will I hear Jill say? I got some weird words. That's <laughs> You can send us an email at tsf at the letter 20.com.